Oh wait, no longer. Greatness has arrived. Welcome to episode 274 of the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. I'm your host, Joseph, a.k.a. Mr. Badbit, and is here where I'm joined by my best friend Kyle to talk about the latest, the greatest in all things PlayStation. Of course, this week, we are breaking down the Summer Game Fest 2022 in its entirety. And, of course, talking about the highlights, our top games, and what we thought of the showcase as a whole. And, of course, how PlayStation was there. And, spoiler alert, they were there in a pretty big way, but not the way you may have expected. So, with all that said and with all that out of the way, the greatest co-host, whoever is, whoever will be, Mr. Kyle Stevenson. How are you, sir? I'm at a loss for words. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. But yeah. also, I want to say uh, beyond to you. Beyond, beyond to you as well. A- extra episode this week. Uh, I Can I just say I'm loving getting to sit down with you more than just once a week? Yeah. This is what, thir- third time this week? Third time this week. Yeah, and, it feels uh, good. It feels good. So for those of you who are jumping from the IGN Beyond podcast where you saw us to here, uh, usually we talk about the latest and greatest in all things PlayStation each and every week. This episode's a little bit different because the only bit of news that we have is from the Summer Games Fest show. So we're breaking it all down. Usually it's a, also a little bit more interactive. We have a whole bunch of questions mm-hmm. from the audience where you can write in whether you follow us at PS Trophy Room on Twitter or whether you you know follow us or in part of the, the Trophy Room Discord. So that said, this week is a little bit different. But Kyle... We were on our sister podcast, Podcast Beyond, yeah. and uh, what a fun time that was, man. Oh, it was a great time. Thank you to Jonathan Dornbush Absolutely. for reaching out to us, and not just even reaching out, but thinking of us at the last minute to fill those spots, so it wasn't just a Dornbush-only episode. Yeah. Um, forever grateful for him to have us on on what is one of the biggest weeks of the, of the gaming year, yep. and... and I just had an absolute blast. It was a good time. Yeah, it was awesome. You know, for me, I, I, I said this to you, you know, over and over again. I was more excited for you as someone who's lucky to, to be on and mm-hmm. be, ha- have the clarion call call me back again. I, I know how much it's important to you. Uh, this podcast really is, is, has started our love for podcasting. It's why yeah. the Trophy Room exists. So we are really forever yeah. In their debt. And absolutely. It got me thinking because I know we get a lot of requests of like, how can I come on the show? You know, I know someone that may, you know, ha- you know, uh, be interested or whatnot. Um, and it's crazy for me to think that we are someone's podcast. Beyond. I know. I every once in a while, I think of that and it makes me smile yeah. and it only makes me want to make the best thing every single week yeah and to continue that love for making and talking about what you are into yeah which is playstation which is games for anybody new that's coming in which we're seeing the numbers (laughs) thank you (laughs) again yeah for giving us a shot that's what the show really is it's about two best friends talking about playstation and really not fanboying about it trying to be critical trying to have it through a a passionate lens of we love the people that make these games. We're not going to tell you to go saw your Xbox in half or anything like that. We're we'll just, never say that. We'll never say that. We're never going to talk. That's Ill. just financially irresponsible. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. More, more so. It's just, I mean, that's a, that's a, that's 500 bucks down the drain. 
you know? Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, we're not here to talk ill about Xbox. We're not here to talk ill about Nintendo. We're just here to just talk about games. And I feel like, sadly, it's kind of refreshing because so many podcasts out there are that kind of console war jargon. And we're not going to ever do that type of stuff because that's just not who we are, man. Uh, to be fair, we do a little jabs every once in a while. But yeah, it's but all like, they're good fun. fun. They're all, it's all like, good fun. They're legitimately funny. Yes. Like the Nintendo <laughs> Nook is a fun time. All right. And Nintendo Absolutely. podcast. Get your cardboard boxes out. We're going to a different reality. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so with that, guys and gals, thank you all so much. Uh, and for a long time listeners, um, thank you guys, man. I'm just so appreciative this week. Oh, it and feels good. This week was huge. Today, I've been in show after show. I streamed this with the Carpool Gaming folks, mm -hmm. um, and then I watched it again with you. Now yeah. we're breaking it down here. So mentally, Kyle? Uh-huh. Oh, boy, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I worked a full day. I came home. I hopped on to uh, six one Indie Stream for Devolver which was yeah. a great show like usual. And then we watched the upload VR uh, presentation, Ooh. some cool little VR stuff. And then I waited very patiently, very patiently. Uh, maybe not so patiently to watch this with you because I, if you don't know, mm -hmm. deleted Twitter and discord and Facebook and messenger off my phone. And it wasn't for like a healthy reason. Like, you know, this is no, not it wasn't. It was so I didn't get spoiled at all. <laughs> And apparently, good thing I did it when I did, because Joe said 30 minutes later, a major leak happened. Yep, major. I'm so happy I did. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and before we get into it, before we square up the showcase, this is just a little bit of housekeeping. If you like what you hear, please, please, please consider tossing a five-star review over our way over on Apple Podcasts and or Spotify. It really does help us out. It helps us chart. It helps grow this big, beautiful family that we call home here at the trophy room and i want to thank our patrons who make this show possible each and every week i want to thank our newest members john inferte and uh john anderson both at the bronze tier thank you all so much like we say each and every week if you ever got you through a long car ride a tough day at home whatever your situation may be it really does help us out if you consider th throwing a buck our way over at patreon.com slash ps trophy room i want to thank our platinum members todd burowitz and toxic i want to thank our gold members too soon gavin gottfried jose jimenez jedi master ren metal kirby awesome dave robbie bobby miller himself strubles and bits our silver plus members hide indoors marcus o'neill jb the purple monkey jadas von metal tim ulf justin rodriguez cypher primus gabby logan brenton zachary k grim Rick Arrington, Dewani Raksha, The Good Sir, Mr. and Mrs. Nasty Boots, Strellis, Foolish Fuji, Any Day Now, Kevin Mitchell, Kevin Diaz, Manx Vizia, The Lord Commander Corgi, Elo2032, Stephen Flesh, Jinx the 24th, Bubble Boy N7, Jesse Garcia, Hambone, Aztec King, Millennial Falcon Gaming, and whew, Darth Simon the Pie Man. What a, that's such a great Darth name. You know, it, forget Darth Definitely. Sidious. It's Darth Simon. Again, thank you all so much for your generosity. And now, usually, we st it's time to square up the news. But today we're scaring we're squaring up the Summer Games Fest showcase. Now, the way I wanted to kind of do this this time around, Kyle, mm -hmm. is mm -hmm. I have some of the breakdown from Adam Bakers on IGN, and I try to fill some of it in myself. So you're going to be reading the Adam Banker stuff. I'll be reading, you know, my dialect. 
Yeah, you're Tyler. Jersey. But, <laughs> hey. Hey. Forget about it. I live. We don't pump our own gas here. Hey. I live five minutes away from a very famous location in, um, not the Godfather. Oh, my God. Sopranos. Sopranos. Humble brag. That's how Jersey I am. <laughs> All right. That said, before we break down everything, Kyle, I want to know, walking in, what were your expectations for this show? Um, like always, they were pretty high. Um, <laughs> I let the hype get to me. Yeah. Uh, I, and I'm not going to say whether it was a bad thing or a good thing. Okay. I, I, I was really, really excited. I thought that PlayStation would show up in a big way here. Um, and I was expecting a lot of really cool things and announcements and it did help. Honestly, now that yeah. I've watched it. It helped that Jeff set that expectation saying it was a lot of things that were already announced. Yeah. And honestly, those things were the highlights of the show. Yeah. If I'm being truthful, like those were really, really fun to get a little deeper dive into what these games are. And they all looked incredible. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm spoiling the Callisto Protocol. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, my expectations actually were pretty level. Like, I was walking in going, I'm expecting a good show. I'm expecting what Jeff has kind of laid out for me, like gameplay from Gotham Knights, gameplay from Kalisto, some Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Mm -hmm. And like, I am hoping for God of War. Not going to yes. lie. We're going to talk about it. And let, let's just bring it in right now. My yeah. expectation is pretty level. But let's talk about the God of War or lack thereof uh, Ragnarok in the room. Uh-huh. With the, dis the disputed reporting about the game's delay that we're hearing... A little conflicting reports on, and Jason Schreier yep. saying he hasn't heard anything, but yep. some other outlet saying it has been pushed to twenty third. Uh, sorry, twenty twenty three. Twenty thirty three. That would be <laughs> a little bit too much. Um, Kyle, we didn't see it here. No. Should we now start getting worried? Not yet. Why not? I'm I'm gonna be that that guy that says not yet. Am I more worried than I was yesterday? Absolutely, I was. <laughs> uh, or I am. We still have a precedent of them announcing the date for the game mm -hmm. and releasing a few months later. Mm -hmm. I'd be a little bit more worried if Summer Game Fest took place in August yeah. and we didn't see God of War yet. I still think there is a shot that we get a state of play focus on God of War now more mm -hmm. than ever in July. Okay, so... When's the cutoff? I don't cut know off? if we... The cutoff for me... Yeah, when's the cutoff and we'll just like, all right, it's 2023 shit. When the clock strikes midnight on July 31st. Okay. Once it hits August, I, I am worried. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so In such a superfluous, selfish way. Oh, absolutely. Right? Like, I don't care if it's delayed to next year. I'll play it next year. But, yeah. like, selfishly, I want to play that game. <laughs> I mean, like, and to be honest, it looks like we're going to have a lot to play this year. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we <laughs> now have a good outline of what the holiday season's going to look like, and it looks pretty yeah. damn good. That being said, I think the cutoff also is July. Mm -hmm. PlayStation has set a precedent, or maybe has set a precedent. We'll see. That they've had showcases in mid-July. Last year, I believe it was Deathloop. Um, now, that being said, though, this year was, you know, a little earlier in June, but that was for third-party stuff. So Exactly. I am I am getting worried. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, the, 
I'm surprised we haven't heard it by now. And I'm surprised yeah. Sony still hasn't said anything, which makes me think that this game is on the table of being on 2023 or 2022. And I think if, if I'm Sony, I'm kind of balancing... Do I want a repeat of what happened with Horizon? Where it's don't get me wrong, Horizon's selling great. Oh yeah, but yeah. Elden Ring has taken all the oxygen out of the room. So like, if I'm PlayStation, do I just want to launch it in holiday and and get all the people gabbing about this game? And and that's a great point. And we'll talk about it at the last thing that was shown at Summer Game Fest later. I won't say it now in case anyone wants to follow along with us. Yeah, there still leaves. November open and prime spot for God of War to land. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it, gi- it gives a a few month buffer from that game that ended Summer Game Fest. Yeah. And and that's what I'm like maybe there is a chance God yeah. of War is 11 11 yeah. 22 but mm-hmm. I don't know yet. So I I would say wait till mid July. Stop listening to, to I think his name's like Roberto or Serrano <laughs> on on uh-huh. on Twitter, y'all. Um j- just Manage expectations. Like we've been saying for months now, it'll happen when it it happens. No matter what, the game's going to come out eventually and we're all going to love it. So I get it. I get the disappointment, but I I also feel like we let the yet again, the quote unquote PlayStation insiders uh, kind of run amok of of our expectations. They're they're driving the boat. They're steering the boat and we're not telling them, hey, let someone else take the wheel. Yeah. Stop leading us to doom and gloom. Just yeah. like everyone, just chill. Enjoy the scenery. It'll happen when it happens. It's yeah. Don't worry. Everything's fine. Yeah. Nobody's gonna get hurt if this gets yeah, delayed. It's gonna be fine. We're all gonna you know we're all gonna have a good time. All right, Kyle. Yeah. It's time. It's, it's time, time to break down the summer game fest showcase 2022. I want to kick off the first game, though. Oh, please. Uh, taken from Adam Bankers, front of the show, IGN. Mm-hmm. A lot of these write-ups are from. Yep. And some of them are mine. And yep. that's why I'm taking it away <laughs> with the first one. Uh, yeah. The first game that we see at the showcase is the much-beloved uh, Street Fighter Six uh-huh. character reveal. Looks cool. It's Guile. Not a good choice. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it not a good choice, Kyle? Of course, Kyle's in the game. Come yeah. on. Yeah. Like, if you were going to do a reveal of a classic character, I show me Blanca. Yes. Show me somebody that isn't Guile. <laughs> I just feel like <laughs> Guile is so boring. Yeah. I'm sure, yeah, he is flashy, but even when I was, like, looking at his character model, I was like, he's thick, but it's all from his (laughs) chest up. Yes. It's just, like, a mass up here, Mm -hmm. and then, like, that's, and that weird-ass haircut (laughs) that doesn't belong in 2022 anymore. With, like, a switchblade comb. I love this guy. He's a real real son of a gun. Um, Still, the game looks great. Like, I'm not a fighter guy one bit, but, like, this thing does look incredibly yep. fluid mm-hmm. uh, I'm, I'm, I'm impressed can I uh, can I just throw a little um, not wrench in our plan but uh, a curveball at you sure I thought and I don't want to say anything on our little watch along that's up for patrons only that's right um, video um, this, version by the way so you can yeah, watch video it version. only on uh, Patreon though 
I didn't want to say any last minute predictions because people were like, oh, then you definitely didn't delete Twitter just in case I got them right. <laughs> Part of my predictions were <laughs> Sorry, that got me good. What if we see Mortal Kombat? Because that was unveiled at what Game Awards, yeah. right? It, it took over a couple of years ago. Yeah. So it's got me thinking, what if Mortal Kombat shows up on Sunday? And what Microsoft if- bought NetherRealm. Kyle, never say never. Ed Boon very very uh you know friendly towards the xbox i know i know you know so who knows interesting very interesting and hey listen good on them if they buy them oh absolutely (laughs) but uh i don't know i don't think being friendly on twitter is means much but yeah that'd be that'd be pretty nuts that'd be pretty wild i'm sorry i just also realized we didn't see silk song either (laughs) i know damn it (laughs) i know there's been some disappointment (laughs) here but kyle uh, let's 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 start with the next game on the list. Let's let's talk a little bit about disappointment. Alien Dark Descent, a brand new game set in the universe of the Alien franchise, will be arriving in 2023. We didn't learn much about what the game was, but a cinematic trailer revealed the tone of what players can expect. Mm-hmm. The trailer ends with Marines fighting xenomorphs from a top-down perspective, potentially hinting at what gameplay will look like. And the reason why I said disappointing. Yeah. Don't don't hate me and everybody. I wanted what that cinematic trailer was. Yeah. I want I want to play that game. I mean, no no offense to the top-down perspective ascent like gameplay. I'm sure it's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun co-op. I want a good alien game. As a non-alien fan, I want to do a uh, like action third-person over the shoulder kind of cool alien game. Yeah, I keep on forgetting you've never seen Alien. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everybody. We, I'm trying to fix that. As we soon will as fix can. that really soon. Yeah, there were some <laughs> creatures that, like, were new yeah. enemies that I'm uh-huh. can't can't say that I'm okay with. But sure. the xenomorphs themselves um, also didn't move that great. So <laughs> I I don't know. This cinematic didn't. As an alien fan, a huge alien fan, by the way, this didn't do it for me. And the gameplay that we saw, which was like five seconds. Didn't do it for me either. This seemed like very much a concept to get people interested in the game, to get people like, you know, looking at uh, whatever team's making this. I believe it is, uh, oh my God, Raw Fury, I think is publishing this. Yeah. Um, so like to get people, you know, to hire some folks that may be interested in, in working on the Alien franchise. So to me, a bit of a bummer here. Tindalo's Interactive, thank published you, thank by Focus Entertainment. Ah, Focus, yeah. But again, like I liked, you know, Alien Fire Team. So sure, this could be this could be something. This could be a winner. I don't yeah. know. And like, if it, I know I mentioned the Ascent, which was an Xbox Game Pass game, came to PlayStation. Yeah. I wait, did it come to PlayStation? It did. It did. Okay. Like, if if it's anything like that, it could be a cool game. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. That said, Aliens Dark Descent. Uh, all right, you know what? We're gonna unban this word just for, uh huh, ju- just for today. So let's not get carried away because I don't like the word banger. Yeah, but and we usually bleep it out. But I do feel like it is appropriate. Honestly, so is this this, this is a non banger? I would say non banger. Okay. Yes. All right, I'm t- I'm taking a good old fashioned piece of paper out of here. Oh, right, legal pad and all. Legal pad and all. Got this from the Amber Heard team. They, they <laughs> wholesale. I held back from an Amber Heard joke, and you took it. That's amazing. Same <laughs> wavelength. That's why we're the hosts of the co- trophy room. Exactly. Uh, 
That's the, the next yeah. game that was shown off. Um, guess if you can take a hint at the theme of the show. Callisto Protocol. The Callisto Protocol is promising to Wait, be... Wait, Street Fighter of- banger or not? I'll say that yes. trailer, I would say non-banger, okay. but the game is a banger. Okay. So we'll put it... Again, Kyle. We'll, well, eh. I'll put I'll put it on the D-list. It's a bang. Okay. <laughs> it, does, it doesn't it, earn the ER. It, it doesn't, doesn't earn, earn the ER yet. <laughs> you have to earn uh, the ER. <laughs> the Callisto Protocol is promising to be one of the scariest games ever, and the first extended gameplay footage confirms it is well on the way to making that my- nightmare a reality. In the gameplay demo, we see brutal deaths for not only the enemies, but also our main character. It also looks to feature shootable limbs that will fall off a la Dead Space. Callisto Protocol will be released on December 2nd, 2022. No need to wait, Joe. Put a tally in the banger column right now. (laughs) Yeah. God. God, this is great. This is... um, As as someone who never finished Dead Space, I played a little bit of it. Then my power went out due to a blackout, and I never went back because it scared me so much. Yeah, you're like, you know what? (laughs) It's real life. Yeah. it looks awesome. Yeah. I, I think the thing, the part of the trailer, and people are going to hate me if they're fans of Dead Space. The you said it was the stasis like power. Yeah. I love that. That thing looked cool, and and shooting the enemy into the rotating fan was really really cool looking. The dismemberment is awesome. the The suit looks cool. The environments. Oh my god! The atmosphere that this trailer showed off is stellar. Yeah. I'm going to say something really wild. So I'm a huge Dead Space fan. Dead Space is the reason why I'm into survival horror. I would never have given it a shot if it was not for Dead Space. So I owe so much to Dead Space 1 and Dead Space 2, which I believe is one of the best sequels ever made. This game, to me, I am more excited than the Dead Space remake. Um, I mean, because it has... Is it because it's the... the- the team that made the originals? Some of the original team and the creator of Dead Space. So I'm like, yeah, this one has, this one has it, man. It, it, like from when you're just going through the hallways, it screams Dead Space. It screams just haunting. Like this game is horrific to look uh-huh. at. It's truly dark. Yeah. And though I'm not like, you know, nothing's ever going to replace a Necromorph. You can obviously see that they loved that series so much that they couldn't break away from it and that they had so many more ideas. And I feel like here it's, it's them kind of off the leash a bit uh, with Callisto protocol, because yeah, instead of stasis, you have like this gun that hooks them to you, but then pushes them right back. So it's a great way to play with the physics of the game, mm-hmm. similar to the way that in stasis you 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 could take limbs apart and shoot them at them. But this one's like wholesale; you're taking the whole body and just <laughs> swinging it towards folks. That was really awesome. Um, the way Jacob dies, <laughs> I mean, character, boy. It, gruesome as all hell the one thing that i really love is the revolver that he has it looks like that's going to be his signature weapon with a baton Mm -hmm. so again it's been a minute since i played dead space but this is really does seem like dead space when they got to you you kind of you're kind of effed like you're kind of screwed but now with the baton it adds that little extra element of like no you could actually have some fight in you like you can actually maybe disrupt them and maybe get away real fast Mm -hmm. um that's what i'm seeing here with Callisto Protocol, and again, this is them off the leash. This is some truly heroic, or sorry, heroic, horrific 
stuff that we're seeing here. Can I say something else that I really love about this that I can appreciate now? Maybe it's just because technology has evolved since the original Dead Space mm-hmm. from when I was playing. I love the fact that we can see Jacob's face. Yeah. Because the terror reads and horror reads on his face, and that affects us more than what I think of when like Isaac Clark would die back in the day because we didn't see his face. Yeah. He was messed up. Well, in the first one, yeah. In the first one. That's what, that's all I've experienced mm-hmm. was a little bit of the first one. So the fact like I see when Jacob dies and you see the the pain and the agonizing uh, uh Like he feeling. got sucked into a turbine. Yes. And you can feel it and see it on his face. I love that. Yeah, and also just to see like the health is on his neck instead yeah. of the back. It's like God, you know what game this is. One hundred percent. Let's not get this fooled. But like you're right. Like Dead Space Two with the needle in the eye scene. And y'all know no. what I'm talking about. This really ups that to the nth degree. So this game, spoiler alert, it's my game of show. This just this is. I was getting emotional watching it with you, Kyle, because like mm-hmm. this is. Something I've been wanting so bad since Dead Space 2 because Dead Space 3 was not it. And seeing it here is just, and, and, and they're unhooked so like they can make the game they truly want is yeah is what I want, man. It's what I want. December so. 2nd this year. December 2nd. Looks and it's fantastic. On our fantasy crew. That's right. Dude. That's right. Sean Capri, hey, hey. start getting a little nervous. Kyle, let's talk about this next one on the list. We talk, next got one. So beautiful. But this yeah. next game is no slouch either. Another deep dive in gameplay. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Lieutenant Simon Ghost Riley and Sergeant John Soap McTavish return in the latest gameplay demo from Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2's campaign. The Dark Water demo takes place aboard a boat sailing through a storm, and we get glimpses of outdoor, more open gameplay and tighter indoor combat situations. While they weren't shown, Captain John Price and Sergeant Kyle Gaz Garrick will also be part of the story once more when Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 arrives on on October 27th, 2022. Kyle, you know, we were saying this when we were watching it. We got to give, we really do have to give Call of Duty their flowers here, man. 100%. Honestly, I know like we were like, oh, it's Call of Duty, whatever. This looked really good. Graphically, yeah. the weather mechanics, like the... the They were talking, they made a whole water engine Yeah, that like actively moves the cover around on the boat nuts incredible yeah <laughs> the the water alone like when you're looking at like the mist like just coming at you because you're in a sea storm as this is happening and then yeah. you're seeing the puddles and the reflections off the ground like guys we're getting there we're, we're getting to that uncanny yeah. valley man this looked really good and i can't wait to see the 4k version because we were i was watching at like 1080p yeah yeah i stunningly beautiful call of duty has always looks beautiful it always pushes the edge when it comes to visuals and this is no slouch whatever or whatsoever um you could put another tally on the banger mark uh, oh wow really i'm not a call of duty guy but i was impressed by that gameplay and you're not like you know not a call of duty guy modern warfare not your jam yeah this is my jam i you know, this is one of the games that I played when I was in high school, dude. Like, I said yeah. it on Beyond. This was one of the games. This was the first M-rated game I legally bought, mm-hmm. you know? And I remember how special that felt. So seeing this reimagined 
take on on the trilogy. Man, oh I'm man, excited. I just remembered part of that gameplay deep dive where the porthole opened and knocked the enemy to the floor <laughs> as you walk in. Yeah. Oh god, that's so cool. And like oh, that exactly. guy had like a good clear like three seconds to shoot. One hundred percent, he did. He chose not to. It's it, that's the one thing. That trailer was very much like a, you know, hey. We're, we're, we really we really organized this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> type, type, like uh-huh. borderline Ubisoft, we're fake doing commands on screen type of stuff. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. All right. Next game on the list, Kyle. Flashback 2. Old franchise coming back. Cool. I know nothing about it. So. Side-scroller action. Yeah. Nothing really spoke to me here. This is a, yeah, not this is a NB if I've ever seen it. Yeah. Uh, following Flashback 2, we saw Witchfire. Witchfire was first announced at the Game Awards in 2017, but it has gone mostly quiet since then. Now we've received a brand new look at the first-person shooter game and a promise that it will enter early access in the near future. Okay. Now this game is very interesting. Yes. Because from what I'm aware of... again, I'll for, do a quick search. This is a... Dark Souls-esque first-person shooter set in a dark fantasy game, or universe, rather. So you're literally seeing things that kind of look reminiscent to Destiny in terms of, like, powers and ability. So, like, you're throwing, like, grenades, but instead of grenades, they're, like, spells that, like, kind of, like, chain lightning or, like, a bell that, like, stuns massive groups of enemies so you could get a couple hits in. Uh, Cool dodge mechanics as well throughout Mm -hmm. the gameplay Mm -hmm. we saw. What were your takes? Because you know, hey, you're 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 a newly found Souls guy, which I'm proud of. Yeah, I'm tired of fighting it. <laughs> I'm tired of denying it. Yeah, it's got its hooks in me. Yeah, and you know me, I'm a sucker for a good dodge. And seeing seeing the the dodge mechanics here, it just feels honestly, it it, if it looks a lot like Destiny meets Dark Souls, and I am all for this game. Sadly, mm-hmm. though. Mm-hmm. Not on PlayStation. Not yet, at least. Harshing my vibes here, bruh. But yeah. nonetheless, I'm putting this on the uh, on the B word list. Yeah, I would say it was a banger for sure. Oh, good. Fair enough. I think I... Uh, I'm just trying to uh, trying to look things up. Tell me on the actual website. It feels like they're. It says it might be a rogue light. Okay. Interesting. All right. I'm down for it, though. Honest to goodness, I'm down for it. All right, Kyle. Now it's time for the next game on the list here. The next game is called Fort Solus. Fort Solus is a sci-fi thriller that stars The Last of Us' Troy Baker and Red Dead Redemption 2's Roger Clark. By God, by God, geez, Arthur Morgan himself in the flesh, I do declare. Now, they said something. I think Troy said, and yep. I, I, I'm Triple I. Triple I. I really like that. So instead of saying, like, you know, indie games that don't have huge publishers, instead of, like, that weird quasi-space, I like the, I like the branding, Triple I. But mm-hmm. more than that, this is a... First off, you're set on Mars. This is a thriller and starring Troy Baker and Arthur Morgan himself. But he said that this is like Dead Space meets the movie The Moon, Duncan Jones, The Moon. So I have, I don't know, the gameplay didn't strike anything to me. It looks like you're reading a lot of audio logs from Troy, but I don't know. Did anything catch your 
you know, I'm. I, I was just digging the vibe of it. Yeah, I I can be into a thriller like this with some incredible talent and in Troy Baker and Roger Clark. Yeah, I'm 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 into it for sure. Honestly, I'll put this on the banger list. Yeah, just because of the just because of Roger Clark. Yeah, uh, he, he's he's Fair fantastic at, uh, talent and Troy as well. Yeah. Uh, as long as Hopefully, he doesn't sell me NFTs, we're good. Yeah, I, I think he's learned his lesson. <laughs> uh, hopefully it comes to console. Obviously, yeah. right now it's only Steam, I think. Come on, get it together. Yeah. Yeah. All right, what's the next game? Uh, routine. Routine was announced nearly a decade ago, but that amount of time may not have prepared us for the horrifying look at its gameplay that looks like a mix between Alien Isolation and The Terminator. And I will also, this is me adding it, not Adam Bankers, Little bit of Five Nights at Freddy. Ooh, I like that. Because, like, the Terminator robot guy had, like, a weird smiley face mm-hmm. that looked like the mascots in, yeah. in that game. Uh, creepy as all hell. <laughs> yeah, and I, I like what you said. It, it's just, I had the same thought. Also, kind of, like, the vibe seemed a little bit like Control in the beginning. Yeah. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh. But this is very much, like, I like, the, I like what we're exploring here, where it's, like, let's do this weird, like, astronaut art aesthetic. Because, uh, like, the gun you have, like, is this weird video scanner from mm-hmm. what appears to be the 80s, but still futuristic. And you have this weird, like, mechanized robot that creeps up behind you and grips you and probably, I don't know, kills you, turns you into a robot. Or a toaster oven. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but this looked cool, man. This this looked really cool. Unfortunately, I believe this is an Xbox exclusive. It is. Shame on you, Xbox, taking all the good games. But you know what you don't have on Game Pass? Guess Guess what? The next game, which is Outriders DLC. Oh, wait. Are we putting that on the banger list or not? Oh, routine. I I think it's vibe. I would put it on banger. Yeah. You know what? That looked impressive. I'll put it. I'll put it there. Yeah. I, I think, though, I think during the trailer, we're like, man, the lighting is pretty special. Yeah. The environment, yeah. the creepiness of it. It's pretty. It, it looks, looks really. Cool. I think routine. Yeah. Definitely one you want to check out. Um, Okay. Right. Yeah. Outriders DLC. Cool. End game reveal in a few days, I think. Or in a month or something. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I no, don't know. no, no shame on Outriders. Yeah, I'm not putting. I, I would say this is an NB. Yes, this is a non-banger. Yeah, yeah. You can say the word it. No, I, I will not anymore. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's just such a cop out for like the game looks good. There's more adjectives, you know. Nonetheless, yeah, it's 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 more Outriders. It didn't set you know me ablaze. But I did enjoy the first, uh, the the base game when it came out. Um, okay, here's a really weird one, Kyle. And I and I got to it on the YouTube video. Afterwards, there was like a bunch of weird ads, and then the Rock shilling Black oh. Adam. Yeah. This was the portion where we have to understand Jeff Keighley does need to make money on this. Uh huh. So Rock was just like, "Hey guys, I'm gonna tell some really." Uh, Cheesy jokes. Cheesy jokes. And uh, I don't know who I'm talking to. I just know it's an audience. So here's Zao Energy Drink. Uh, I'm drinking it. There's a whole case in the back. I'm in a gym. <laughs> I he said Zao. <laughs> Kapow, Zao. Kapow. It's Zoa. <laughs> oh, sorry. That was insensitive, I feel. Nonetheless, I'm going to carry on with the joke. <laughs> I was also in Fortnite. And uh, I'm in Black Adam, which looks aggressively mediocre. 
Here's this 30 second trailer. Pierce Brosman's in it. He's going to drive home people like Joe's mom to watch this movie. <laughs> like, all right, cool. cool. Yeah, it you. was weird. It was definitely weird. Man needs to make his money. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But I again, mean, we, we do have to understand. Mm-hmm. This is like, he does have to make some buku bucks here. Yes. And, and also, I will, I will give Jeff some credit here. Hmm. Where I do think he actually listens to people from show to show. Yeah. This was the only celebrity thing. Yeah. Like, there there, there was not a whole lot of... Granted, that's probably more for Game Awards. But there wasn't a whole lot of... The Hydro Man, right? There, right. there wasn't There wasn't a whole lot of, like, Magic the Gathering ads in between every single break. Oh, God like, damn it. And I, I I feel like the length was perfect and everything. Mm. Like he learned from it. Yeah, he learned for sure. But I'm still putting that on the MB list. Oh, absolutely. I yeah. love The Rock, but yeah, yeah. not a not a great time. Like, but like maybe enough. Now I will also say the Fall Guys trailer, great was great. So like, though this is an MB, I do have to say that like the ads that they're putting in are making sense and they don't feel cheap. If that makes any Correct. sense. Yeah, and they didn't repeat themselves. It was something yeah. new every time. All right, so here I'll I'll, I'll name out these games because um I I wrote yeah, them. Go for um, it. So the next game we saw is Stormgate. This is from um, I believe it's their ex Blizzard devs. Frost I believe Giant it's Frost Studio. Giant Studio. Thank you. Uh, ex Blizzard devs. They are making an ex Starcraft devs. They are making a Starcraft clone. And uh, I gotta say, I wish th- these people the best though i don't like the trailer i do have hope that this game is going to be something what about you same i i should have known that it would have been an rts um bummed that it isn't a cool it just action adventure third person thing yeah because like the girl kind of does look like the chick from starcraft goes i'm sorry i'm not a big starcraft person so i don't know all the names but like it you know it it, do, it it did look interesting, but I felt like the sound felt very. There's no impact, you said. Yeah. While we were, and I yeah, there was a there's a shot where she shoots a missile into this demon thing. And it's like, yeah, you don't you don't feel it. Yeah, the, the, yeah, I agree. That is yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is again, yet again, a CG trailer. So this is not actual gameplay that we're seeing. Yep. So we'll put that as a as an NB. An yep, NB. it's non banger. All right. High water post-apocalyptic indie game and i typed in all caps water world (laughs) kyle yes did you dig this aesthetic the vibe that they're going out here because i know you're the big indie guy yeah i did i i i dug it i don't know if it's at the top of like my must playlist um Mm. but i i like the worlds i want to know what those soldiers with guns are protecting yeah and and are they like uh tyrannical in a way where they're hoarding all the the resources and whatnot and like water world i've never seen the movie neither have i okay (laughs) i've seen one scene my father was enthralled (laughs) when i was nine years old kevin costner uh yeah, so I'm I'm excited to play. It looked cool. I I love the art style big time. Yeah, it's it's very like um kind of reminds me a little bit of like Donut County type of sure. polygon esque aesthetic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I put that on the banger list. 
Okay, okay. Like a mid tier. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know if I would have, but nonetheless, fair. America, America, Arcadia. There you go. I said it right. The Newman Show meets inside. You're constantly being watched. You're trying to break away from what is a, what seemingly is a television show that you are stuck in. Mm-hmm. Banger. Absolutely. So on the list, that's a, that's a cool little indie and uh, yep. really dug the aesthetic. Kyle, <laughs> lock it up. We could close it all down. We saw the trailer to end all trailers. First of all, it was actually before we did. Uh, awesome little replace shot. It was supposed to be here. Yep. But Russia's aggression against Ukraine has caused that because they're Ukrainian and um, mm-hmm. Belarusian developers. They had to not, you know, delay this game. Obviously, they have more pressing things to to go through right now and hopefully helps off. But the next one is Goat Simulator 3, which... What a great trailer. Honestly... This may be one of the best trailers of the show. <laughs> it might be. Because they knocked off, guys, the de- the Dead Island 2 trailer mm-hmm. where he's just running through, not noticing that everybody's turning into a zombie in California, yeah. like boardwalk type vibe. But instead of everybody turning into a zombie, goats are creating all sorts of mayhem around him. And he is, he doesn't, he has no idea what's going on until he steps in a pile of shit. <laughs> <laughs> and uh then we learned that this is the third one yep and we completely f- didn't know there was a sequel <laughs> probably there's probably been multiple uh, probably how cool though is it like this this was a, just like a silly little like i believe mod or something that has cycled into this oh my god thing what Oh god. I, I'm searching up Dead Island 2 just to see like whatever happens in the game. Yeah. And here's from Mashable.com. Uh-oh. Goat uh, Goat Simulator 3 skips ahead one sequel and parodies Dead Island 2. So there was no Goat Simulator 2. All right. They skipped ahead <laughs> to three. <laughs> we got got. I appreciate that. That's Awesome. <laughs> well, that, that's a certain. You know what? I'll say it proud, loud and proud. Awesome, Dave. That is there wasn't ever a second game. <laughs> God damn it, you guys! Wow, you got us. <sighs> nice job. <laughs> you got me. I got my face. That's that. That's on the banger list. Just out of sheer respect. One hundred percent of this. All right, Kyle. This trailer. This trailer. Kyle. Are you talking about the next one or the Goat Simulator one? So. The no 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 we're we're done with Ghost Simulator. Okay, Midnight Suns. Yeah, boy. A new trailer for Marvel's Midnight Suns has not only revealed Spider-Man will be joining its roster, but it also confirmed the XCOM-style game will be released on October seventh, twenty twenty-two. The trailer also featured the main villain Lilith and corrupted versions of Venom, Sabretooth, Scarlet Witch, and the Hulk. Wow. Okay, so that was Sabretooth because I was like, who is that? Yeah, I was like, I thought it was Rhino, but no. Yeah, that's why. I was, yeah, I was thinking for a second there, Kyle. This game looks awesome, and there was like no gameplay, no. but I don't care. I yeah. dig the vibe, dude. Like, there's something about this that just bleeds like '90s, you know, yes. like '90s Marvel. When I like had... going into the cards uh, shop and buying a pack of Marvel cards, yeah, and it's like that artwork, that era of Marvel, and the the scene in the trailer where they're all fighting against those demons. And like you see Blade, you see Ghost Runner, Ghost Runner, Ghost Rider, yeah. Spider Man, Wolverine. Uh, uh, there's another one, Psylocke maybe. 
Like there, there were a lot of really cool moments in this trailer, and the way it ended too, when Spider Man hits the bell, it was like, oh, that worked once against Venom. <laughs> <laughs> yes, oh, I loved it, and I need to look that up. Was that Yuri? I was Spider-Man? looking it up right now, um, and I have not seen him neither confirm or deny it looks like but playstation spider-man actor reprises his role in marvel's midnight suns that's why you're the greatest co-host whoever is whoever will be that's from vgc honestly that's a banger right there however it's not the same version of the character of course but it is funny because xbox tweeted out spider-man is on xbox now (laughs) (laughs) dude i swear to god if i could be in just a fly in the xbox social you know room God, they're they are perfect at what they they're do. They're really good. Uh, but, the creative director of the game, Jake Solomon, told VGC, "It's not meant to be that Spidey, but when but we heard that Spidey and said that sounds like Peter Parker to me, but it's not the exact same character." <laughs> yeah, awesome. Yuri Very is cool. Spidey to me, and uh, yeah, th- this looks fantastic. Hulk was a huge surprise because we saw like these anti heroes or villains even yeah actual them, so. villains that uh, that we know the heroes to go up against and then hulk jumps from the back possessed by lilith oh, man so in awesome so in. trailer i loved it yeah i loved it october 7th three days after my birthday kyle i'm not saying that this should be my birthday gift but right, i'll think about it i am signaling it to you all right kyle this one's just for you <laughs> yeah neon white Demons fighting in heaven or something. Uh, this is from the dev. Oh, sorry. Of- I missed it. Uh, this is an error on my part. Uh, Cuphead was next, actually. Oh. Sorry. I'm seeing the oh, video I knew- right now. I- okay. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Cuphead, delicious last course, uh, showed off uh, a new boss. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it was a winter one with, with ice, and you played as uh, Miss Chalice, Miss Chalice, I think. yeah. It looked awesome. We it oh, looked yeah. Cuphead. And we said it on our, 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 our watch, uh, our live react that we did. Uh, for Patreon, yeah, just like shout out to Studio MDHR for nailing the old school cartoon. It's just, it's like, and like I'm and still in awe so well. Just still in awe of how yeah. beautiful this game. Like it should June thirtieth, everywhere. Yeah. All right, now let's bang Banger. on that one. Yeah, uh, yeah. absolutely. Are you kidding me? So yeah, neon white demons fighting in heaven or something. Uh, <laughs> that's, me, that, that's you. That's you. Uh, single dev. I'm pretty sure. Yep. Uh, dev behind Donut County. You are a demon, yeah, in heaven, fighting Assassin. against other demons, and you use. It is a card game. You use cards as as guns to, um, make your way through the level. And once you get rid of a card, uh, that is, I think, how you reload. Okay. Or get a new card or something like that. There's a very cool mechanic, but it's fast paced. Um, I love, I think it's Ben Esposito. I got to look that up. Mm-hmm. I want to get that right. Um, Annapurna. A, Annapurna uh, Publishing. Switch exclusive yes. for now. Ben Esposito. Oh, along with Angel Matrix. I don't know Angel. Ooh-wee. But yeah, Ben is um, fantastic. All right. All this right. looks cool. All right. I would put it I would put it on the banger, but I. it's fine if you want to put it on the non-banger. I'm going to put it on the non-banger. All right. I, I, I gotta get you off your indie soapbox every now and again. <laughs> okay, this this game, this next game, Kyle. Yeah, well, you were just talking smack about indies, and look what's oh, happening, huh? Like this one looks <laughs> extremely violent and up my alley. 
Midnight Fight Express. Gotta learn to play the game, boy. <laughs> gotta learn to play it right. You gotta shoot some hoodlums. You use a machete. This seems very gruesome, but I'm on board. All right. This kind of gives me the it's kind of a brawler in the vein of Hotline Miami, but it looks like instead of uh, being a single shot, this is just fast-paced action. Again, almost kind of, you know, you're going to like John Wick and shit. Yeah. I don't know, man. This looks awesome. It does look like fun. It's just high, like, first, like, I'm fighting, I'm fighting on the highway, I'm fighting on a train, I'm fighting a goddamn helicopter, I'm fighting it's like a room a, full of guys. It's like the Batman scene in, in Batman v Superman, where it's like, oh, man, this almost paid off for th- these two hours. Yeah. I, uh, watching the trailer, I got Hotline Miami, Miami meets Sifu. Oh, yes. Yeah. 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 Hopefully not as difficult. But. Sure. Put on the list, banger. <laughs> you got, and hey, by the stunt man of God of War. Oh uh, yeah, the stunt man of God the of War. Stunt man. They knew that. Rider of Destiny to the Witch Queen. Yep. I think August twenty third. Yeah. Humble brag. Humble brag. All right. The next game, Warframe. Hey, shout out to Warframe. Still kicking it, man. Launched, I think, alongside PS4. Oh uh, yeah. I think it was like a PS4 exclusive for a little second. Yeah, I think it was. Jesus. God bless you. Then you had uh, Honkai Saru. This is made by the uh, makers of Genshin Impact. There's um, another gotcha game they're making, too. Yeah. I don't know if this is a gotcha game, but if this is the uh, Hokai devs, then they, they definitely. Mihoyo. Mihoyo. Sorry. This is, yeah. this is probably that. So not up. Our alley, and I, I think non banger for both of those. Let's be fair. Yeah, agreed. Let's, let's be fair here. Okay, Kyle. Oh, boy. Let's just talk about it, man. Let's just get Can this Can you one just out. put a tally on the banger right now? TMNT Shredder's Revenge will officially be released next week, June 16th, 2022. The news was revealed in a new trailer that also confirmed Casey Jones as a playable character and a new six-player mode. Six players online or offline. Oh, my God. Guys, this looks like Turtles in Time. It's the Turtles game we all expected and need and wanted. And what we already played back in the day brought to life now. Yeah. It is... Everything and then some. I played it at PAX East. It feels just as great as it looks. During that demo mm. with the devs, mm. Mike and I were like, hey, there's some space on that cover for maybe a Casey Jones. Just say it. And they were very tight lipped. They were like, hey, it's still early. You never know. And yeah. Sounds like you know Here exactly. we go. You knew exactly. We knew. And he looks awesome. Looks the gameplay awesome. wise, he looks fantastic. Yeah. I mean, what else can we say here? Next week, Joe. Next week, I, from what I understand too, is everybody's re- like everybody's very tight lipped on this game. It's it's it. They really want this game to to really mm-hmm. pop off. So it has a single player story and then an arcade mode, just like the old school time. God bless. Yeah. All right. Okay. After that, we had. A trailer for Super People, which is a multiplayer game. Uh, it's kind of in the similar vein of like Rogue Company. So that's a not banger right there. 
Let's yeah. just get that one out of the, out Kid, of the way. I'll, I'll say it right now. Here is where the I felt the lull. Fair enough. So Mankind is for me. This is humankind. from Sega. Sorry, Humankind. Um, this is for me. This is a Civ-ass game, and I love it. Mm-hmm. It's coming to co- consoles. But I'll put this on the non-banger list if you're not feeling it. You gave me the the high water one. You can put this one on the banger. All right. You know what? I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, give me more RTSs on consoles, please, for the love of God. Yeah. Uh, One Piece. Kyle, take it away here. One Piece Odyssey. Despite not featuring much gameplay, we did get a good look at the upcoming One Piece Odyssey game starring Monkey D. Luffy and many of the favorites from the anime. I don't watch anime. I know nothing of One Piece. It looked fine. I will respectfully hold my true thoughts in my pocket. Because I will uh, upset a, an entire fan base. And honestly, genre on top of that. Anime is just not for me. Uh, yeah. One Piece, not for me. Yeah. So I apologize. I don't know. There was a guy that jumped and he had like a samurai sword in his mouth. I'm like, that is not yeah. how you hold a samurai sword. A katana. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, sir. It's actually a katana. And she was originally created in the 1500s. All right. Soul Hackers 2. Uh, where are you putting that on the list, sir? Not banger. I already put it down. Yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> uh, let, let's get Soul Hackers 2 in there, too. <laughs> I loved your tagline for this. I didn't read it until right now. Yeah. My Oh, yeah. My tagline for Soul Hackers 2. Hey, if you love Soul Hackers 1, you're going to love Soul Hackers 2. <laughs> right. Joe Moran. Jo- Trophy room. Put that in the back of the box. <laughs> Trophy room. Hey, if you love Soul Hackers 1, you'll love 2. All right, here's here is here is uh here's a slinger, Kyle. Metal Hell Slinger. This is a metal rhythm game that meets Doom. First person shooter. Mm-hmm. Out September 19th. Demo out now. Uh on PlayStation. On would, PlayStation. The demo is on PlayStation. And Surge um from System of the Down, like we got Trivium in there. You got a whole lot of great Metal bands, Lamb of God, uh, in there, fantastic. This game, yeah, I'm all for it. I'm all for rhythm it. shooter. It's crazy. Uh, <sighs> yeah, looked cool. Quarry trailer, the Quarry, oh. super massive. Getting great reviews right now. Great um, trailer. Yeah, uh, that's I'll, a banger. I'll put it there. I'll put it there. It deserves it. We got Saints Row. Kyle, take it away here. Saints Row, a boss factory, is a new app that will let players create and save up to six characters designs that can be used for the full Saints Row game when it is ugh, when it is released on August 23rd, 2022. Neato gang. Cool. I like you said, I don't think we were recording, uh, but like we so want Saints Row to succeed. We yep. are rooting for Saints Row. It, it looks great. It's the same team. Mm-hmm. They're, you know, they're changing it up a bit. And I feel like that's the right course of action, man. Saints Row got a little bit too crazy. So yep. I want them to kind of go back a little bit. To, look, embrace the wackiness. There's definitely wacky. Like, the guy could be nude, but it's, like, all, like, you know. Pixelated. Pixelated, yeah. funny, st- stupid shit like that. But, like, it, it still feels like Saints Row without maybe being a little bit too over the top. Yeah. That being said, also, I forgot to put in here Nightingale. That's an Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. But I want to love that game, but I can't get behind the what that game is. Yeah, it's a survival game, and it's, it's a crafty survival. It's not my thing. I'm not. I'm. I'm all. I'm sad. So Saints Row, I'm gonna also put on the banger list because 
You could play. You could create your character, Kyle. But it, that's all it was. I all right. All right. I'll put a non banger. I want to be fair. Yeah. I have faith, but you're right. Yeah. So do I. But it's it's a character creator thing. Yeah. Uh, Warhammer Darktide. This is an Xbox exclusive horde game that I'm putting out as a non banger, not because of it's an Xbox exclusive, but mm-hmm. I've played enough of these horde games. Sorry. Sure. Gotham Knights gameplay. We saw Nightwing, Kyle. Character series one. Number series one. Series one. What's so it seems we're going to get one on Batgirl, one on Red Hood, one on Robin before the release. Uh, I'm so ready to be back in Gotham. Nightwing looks awesome. The game looks awesome. We all know Bruce Wayne's not dead. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, we all know. Uh, I'm yeah. Cotton Knights is obviously a day one. I have a collector's edition pre-ordered. It's uh, this is a banger for sure. Can I? Can I be? Why are we like the only people that are super positive on this game? I don't know. It's frustrating. It's frustrating to me because like it looks good. Like, are I'm, they just upset? It's not a Rocksteady game. That's what I'm thinking. Like, not enough people played Batman Origins, Arkham Origins, then because yeah. that game is awesome. Yeah, and, I, and like it's it's so like and every time people talk about it, they're like this is underrated actually. So to me, I'm like, just give this team a chance. Everybody's yes. already throwing the Avengers tagline out, and I'm like I get it, cool, whatever. It's I don't think that this is it. But it's Gotham. Yeah, it's the Bat Family. I know. Come on. Come on. I'm in. I'm sorry. I'm in. Yeah. The other one I forgot. Layers of Fears. Oh. By Bluebird so Team. So here's where I was wrong. Because mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, Bluebird Team. It's on the Summer Game Fest partner list. Rumored Silent Hill remake or yeah. thing from them. Could have sworn that was them. Nope. I'll the Layers this- of Fear looks cool. Yeah. Unreal Engine 5 looks impressive. But it's not Silent Hill. So I'm putting it as a non-banger. Yeah. Don't I'm, fool me with this, with Bluber. That. Don't fool me with this. With I think, do you think we see it on the Xbox showcase? Silent Hill? Yeah. Why not? Rumors had PlayStation, though, funding it. Did they not? I mean, there was rumors that God of War would be here. Fair. Also, I just realized there's no Kojima. That must have been hard for Jeff. Yeah, it must have been. Now, rumor, ha- rumor has it. It must have been hard for Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean you catch up? <laughs> <laughs> Babe, what, you said last week we'd be, you'd be here. Uh, <laughs> no, it was post-sex. <laughs> you said you'd be here. <laughs> you were holding me while you were saying it. <laughs> uh, KK, like, come on. <laughs> um, no. Uh, Kojima, maybe he's at the Xbox show. Who knows? Possibly. Uh, yeah. Rumor overdose, a horror yeah. game with the 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 actress that plays Mama. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, I hope that's the case, man. I, that'd be really cool. That'd be a really cool get for yeah. Microsoft. One hundred percent, it would be. Yeah, but again, Bluebird, don't fucking lie to me ever again. All right. <laughs> and I, I'm sorry, I cussed. Sorry, I cussed. What need to be said? You don't play with me like that. All right. Because I'm just really sick of hearing about this game. <laughs> But you know what I'm not sick of hearing about, Kyle? Oh, give me a full two hours of this, baby. Let's go. Oops, sorry. <laughs> I hit something. Ding! Ding! Round one! <laughs> Boys, I'm ready. Us. Well, first, <clears throat> Neil Druckmann, right, yeah. is on stage yeah. after we saw Gotham Knights. And uh, I was like, oh, my God, we're going to see the, the trailer uh, for Factions, too. Uh, and not far off. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I'll, I'll start with that one. Last was multiplayer seems ambitious. Uh, we have finally learned more about the long-awaited standalone multiplayer game set in the Last of Us universe and have been given a piece of concept art that teases what fans can expect from the game. The game will feature a brand new cast of characters and looks to take place at least partially in San Francisco. While it is great to learn more about this game, it was confirmed we won't learn more about this multiplayer multiplayer title until 2023. All right, so now this is where we get very PlayStation-centric. All of a sudden, that trophy room moniker starts taking some taking some effect yeah. here. First off, the little card, the little thing of art. Concept we're, art. We're in San Francisco. It's the Golden Gate Bridge. Brand new set of characters. Brand new set of characters. Which story, or fo- not story focused, but there is a, st- a story there. Story in there, new cast of characters, multiplayer. What are you really expecting out of this game, Kyle? I think you said it perfectly. I'm going to steal it because you asked me. Please. Give me a division style game from Naughty Dog in the Last of Us universe. Yep. Yes, they are similar, but I'm totally okay with a last of us division style game where you are scrounging for supplies for your encampment settlement. And I'm just, I want to know what these characters are. This is what I wanted from a broader last of us universe, like rumored DLC of whatever part two had, which it probably never will, but like goes and tells the story of the, uh, the captain uh, in the first game, which is like a side story of letters you find like, Give me more side stories. There's more outside of just Joel, Ellie, and that story. There yeah. are people still living in this world and dealing with clickers and and uh, 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 the wolves, right? And different groups like them. So I'm I'm totally in for new characters, whether the story is deep or a lot, and it's just kind of there. If it's anything like factions, I'm in. It it seems like this is very, I think it's taking it to a whole different level. When I mean like by division as well, think of the dark zone. Yeah. Uh Think of surviving and being paranoid while you're fighting through, you're right, clickers, maybe some some any factions in there. Mm -hmm. But then you have the element of, oh, there's different players here. And the loot that I may be picking up. I may actually lose. And I think when they're talking about that Tarkov element that we've been hearing through the rumors of like the gear you pick up is your gear. I think the gear you lose is also the gear you lose. Mm-hmm. And players have that PVP aspect of like kind of like guerrilla warfare almost um, through these urban environments and how fitting is that really for the last of us like we take a look at the division and you're like yeah that's a really cool concept it's a really cool game tarkov is a really awesome concept as well just maybe a little bit more i think intensive is the word for core gamers or or maybe for a, a, a very select few in a genre i love that they're doing something different that is not just a battle royale that they're really they're they're taking a look at another genre going there's promise here that other developers have done that we think we could build on in a way that only we can make that excites me a lot man yeah so this is actually 
the first PlayStation multiplayer game that now has me not just intrigued, but actually really excited because the promises there, there's a lot. There's a lot. So this is its own game. That's you can totally see it fitting that live service S model that, that Sony wants to put in place. And that said, Kyle, you know, we talked a lot about it on beyond, but we've been talking about it for months now of like, this is a new approach that PlayStation's doing. Mm-hmm. This is the first glimpse of it. Mm-hmm. So are your fears starting to maybe kind of get put at ease? It can't be. Sadly, we don't see the, the gameplay here. But. Exactly. They they are more at ease than ever. Uh, will I now be upset if it's not a Division S game? <laughs> maybe a little bit. Because maybe, maybe. Uh, it just, that cool. just seems, it seems too cool and too perfect for yeah. this world. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. Sounds cool. I'm in. Uh, after the uh, Neil showed off the concept art, we'll learn more about ne- about it next year. Uh, we learn more about the Last of Us TV show on HBO. Um, they show off a shot of Joel and Ellie, played by Pedro Pascal and Millie. Not, not Millie, Bobby Brown. Bella, Bella, Bella Ramsey. Ramsey. Yeah, yeah, I got Thank you. you. Uh, as Joel and Ellie and a clicker in the museum. And not only is it just a shot from the show, that episode was directed from Neil Druckmann himself. That is, is so, so cool. Cool. And I love what he said here. He's just like, we are really involved with this. Mm-hmm. We are taking this really seriously. This is going to be the most authentic video game to show adaptation adaptation you, you've seen, which yep. really goes to show. I think they are doing the first show. Oh, sorry, the first game. First game. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know where they'll end. You know, if it's a complete season or whatever, but really just trying to fit that game as a as a show, and it's going to be mm-hmm. difficult to do. But these writers are incredibly talented. Again, these are like award winning. Mm-hmm. Writers and directors and produced by the man who made the goddamn series. Yeah. That that has me high hopes. Is this, is this going to be like the best show I've ever seen? No. <laughs> I'm going to say that right there. You know, it's really hard to top Breaking Bad and Barry. Sure. It's incredible. But like this, I feel like for the first time, gives me hope that like a video game can be adapted to the silver screen correctly and respectfully and sure. in its rawest form like arcane's great because it's set in a video game world but like it, it, using characters but it's not like the league of legends story right mm-hmm. you know same with the cuphead show um so to me and same with the sonic movies or whatever um uh, even with uncharted so like to me this is really this is telling the story man i'm yeah I'm and pumped. if if you if you know anything about the first game you know, stuff goes down at that museum section. <laughs> and Absolutely. the fact that Neil got to direct that makes my heart sing. And I teared up at that. And then he brings out Ashley Johnson and Troy Baker. Not only just to just reminisce, right? They are playing roles in the show, which makes me so. And I will. So happy. And I will say this before you steal this from me. No, I will never steal this from you. I was not going to say this. They are. They don't have cameos in the show. They're roles. roles. Named roles, not Named extras. Named roles. Undisclosed, 
Uh-huh. And I'm going to say this here. I'm going to say this now. I'm going to CC Neil Druckmann right here. <laughs> Ashley Johnson is playing Ellie's mom. It's such a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Troy Baker, possibly her father. But for a fact, Jack, <laughs> Ashley Johnson is Ellie's mom. Um, I'm putting money down on it. Once, once she's like, this is undisclosed, and you can see how like excited she is. She really loves this role. I love mm-hmm. Ashley so much. Yeah, like I'm just like, what a better way to pay respect to the actress to that role mm-hmm. to like the origin than making it her. And it is a deviation from the game because you never see Ellie's mom. Mm-hmm. But what better way for fans to be okay with that omission or whatever you want to call it? Than having the actual actress of the voice of Ellie be her mother. It's just. Yep. Absolutely. It, chills, it, gives, me chill. it gives me chills. For Cheers. sure. I, I will be a blubbering mess yeah. if that comes to fruition. And oh my God. I Yes, please. It, I, I'm just also just really happy mm-hmm. that it seems like PlayStation wants to honor the voice actors that do the roles in these games. When you take a look at the Uncharted movie, spoiler alert, Nolan North might show up at some point. Yeah. So that gives me hope for a God of War show, Christopher Judge, and and the boy who plays Atreus, and all these other properties. Maybe there'll be a real Porsche um, in the Grand Turismo show. Like maybe maybe Dasuke could play Jin in... A Ghost yes. of Tsushima show. Exactly. So, like, I love that they are honoring the roots of what these are yeah. and that are the games and the people that play those games yeah. or play those characters. But then they're like, you know what, Troy Ashley, you're here, whatever. Worst kept secret because apparently it was leaked beforehand by PlayStation themselves. It was. It was. Last of Us Remake. Uh, excuse me. Last of Us Part 1. Let that linger a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Naughty Dog officially announced that a remake of The Last of Us will be released on PlayStation 5 on September 2nd, 2022. With new enemy AI based on The Last of Us Part 2, 60 frames per second performance, new combat options, and more. Um, I mean, you'll see my reaction. It was... uh, (laughs) I was speechless when I saw the date of this year. Yeah. I... It is uh, what I said about Last of Us Part Two. It being the sequel we never needed. This is the remake we never needed, and I'm so ready to go back. Yeah, um, you know, Last of Us, Last of Us Part One. I think we have to we have to put in a special camp because everybody like what's better, one or two. Well, that's always going to be skewed because one was so ahead of its time. In the day, it was something absolutely unique that we've, I, I, I think, in, in a story-wise, we never saw before um, in games. Um, and I think with Last of Us Part Two, well, now you understood what, or act, thought you understood, what The Last of Us kind of is, right? Mm-hmm. Or you kind of know what to expect from it. So it's now not a mystery. Now you have expectations for where you think the story is going to go. And for many people, the story didn't go the way that they thought they were. They thought they were going to get a traditional sequel, and it deviates. I love 
to me, when, when people go, where do you put The Last of Us? I go, it is one of my favorite games of all time. It's probably like three or fourth favorite game of all time. And yeah. they go, where do you put part, part two? I go, it goes right now. It, it's it's it, part three. It's, it's literally right next to it. I, it is 1A, 1B in yeah. my mind. It, it's like it's it's not like ooh picking your favorite kid. To me, they just go hand in hand with each other. Exactly. You're just it, it's to me. It's like you're just continuing the the story, yeah. you know. And so for me, it's like no, they go hand in hand. Um, to and, me, it's like I can't view when it comes to like the MCU. I can't view Infinity War without thinking about Endgame. Right. They're they're just together. They're one long story that was just broken up. That's actually a perfect way of saying it. It's like, yeah, it's like, what's your favorite MCU movie? Okay, well, which phase? It's like, there's so no. many, it, there's so many ways to to go at it that you really, you, you don't even know where to kind of begin. Exactly. Know? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. yeah, for me, this is just. You're right. This is a remake that we didn't need. But what did I say when people were like, "This is so stupid. Why are they doing this? Um, this is unneeded." Uh, blah blah blah. This, this it's still. This is a, a nine-year-old nine year old game. game. Yeah, nine-year-old game. Demon Souls was a nine-year-old game, and it got a yep. remake. So settle mm-hmm. down, everyone. Secondly, what did I say? You're going to complain until you see it, and then you're going to buy it. Exactly. Case in point: the limited edition of this game is already sold out. Don't remind me. <laughs> what you got to also, a- any. I'll just say it now. Anyone who's <laughs> listening. <laughs> If for any reason it gets back in stock, can you help us out? <laughs> at Mr. KSAP. And at us. Mr. Bradman. Because, like, it is through PlayStation Direct. You know PlayStation Direct hates us for some reason. Don't know why. I will pay why. you immediately. Just yeah. help us out, please. Yeah. This this looks great. Again, you see it, you're going to buy it. I think the, the money already... Pre- I love... I think... Oh, my God. Um, Steve, I'm sorry I'm blanking on your na- last last name but um a writer over at uh season gaming he was just like i can't he had the best tweet it's along the lines of like this is the most unneeded thing takes out wallet this is (laughs) such a waste of like cash (laughs) it's it's debit card Uh this is the last you're gonna hear from me Uh (laughs) pre-ordered like it's just yeah gamers at this point capital g gamers are just so you got, you got, you guys. We know your act. You're gonna be upset, but you're they're, gonna end up buying it. They're doing it for shock value at this point. Yeah, performative shock value. Just like chainsawing your, you know, your PlayStation exactly. or Xbox or whatever. Um, that's what this is. It's, but here's the kicker, Kyle. Aside from we think this is awesome and we can't wait to play it again, again. First off, holy shit, it's stunning. This this yeah. is oh my god! When you really look at the side by side of, uh, like just the clickers from the remastered to this, yeah, oh boy! But this is coming out the second of September. Yep. Also in development for PC. Yes. Very prominently talked about on PC as well. Yes. Neil's like, we want the definitive version. This is the definitive version. There's things we couldn't do. Of course, it's probably marketing bullshit. But like on the base game that we can do here now. So this is the definitive version of the game. And we want that experience to also be on PC. Mm -hmm. Prominent. And again, this is what any new listener of the show can get from us here on out. This is awesome. More people getting to play Last of Us is awesome. Yes. 
this does not hurt PlayStation. Nope. Matt Piscatello over at the MPC group or MPD group has stated this several times. Putting console games on PC does not hurt the console. No. There's no and, and, negative effect. Oh my god. And to think of was it last week or two weeks ago yeah. when they did the business uh, fiscal year graphs or whatever? And they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to see monumental growth in the PC market in, the, in this year. And what are we getting? We're getting Spider-Man. We're getting Miles Morales. We're getting Last of Us all on PC. That's going to print a billion dollars. <laughs> like, that is insane. Yeah. And just this holiday, the three best, what arguably what the three of the best PlayStation games ever mm-hmm. made. I know. Wow. 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 We wow. Wow. Um, also, just uh, oh, less fuss on a Steam Deck. Steam Deck on the go, dude. I know. I'm. It's, here's Woo-wee. the thing. I bought the game on PS3. I bought the game on PS4. PS4. Gonna yeah. buy the game on PS5. Yep. I'm gonna buy this game on PC. <laughs> yeah. PlayStation knows I'm a dumb <laughs> dummy. <laughs> Big dum dum. I'm gonna buy this game four times and play it four times because yeah. I love this game. Yeah. Um. And I love when people are like this is so unneeded. It's like I, I love what I think Dewani Raksha said in in the super chat when we we had some naysayers. It's like, have you ever read the same book twice? Okay. There you go. Have you bought <laughs> Have you bought the hardcover book after you bought uh, the soft cover book? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ever buy the physical disc after you had it after you watched it on Netflix? Yeah. 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 Okay. Shut up. Do I own every copy of the Goonies possible? You goddamn right I do. You goddamn right. I have three steelbooks: the collector's edition, the normal version, the DVD. Of course, it's wild. Is it unnecessary? Sure, but that doesn't bad. mean it's bad. I don't know. No, absolutely not. Before we wrap up the showcase, because that was the last thing. Yes, Cult of the Lamb out on uh, August 7th. August 11th. Oh wait, sorry, Flash News. Gotta go fast. We got still gotta do this segment. I know it's 12 a.m., but we still gotta do it. Uh. Looks Cult amazing. of the Lamb, August 11th, looks awesome. The Plucky Squ- Squire? So there, yeah, so there are only four games shown in Devolver. Um, Plucky Squire was something we did not know about at all. Gosh. Think of the levels in Super Mario Odyssey, where it goes through 2D and you're playing old school retro Mario, like on the side of a building and yeah. stuff. But the whole game is that. And like you're playing, it starts with you're playing in a storybook, and it it looks gorgeous. Yeah. Like if that was the whole game, I'm in. Um, and then the characters go to the edge of the page, then they walk out on their full 3D models, walking around at a desk, and you can hop into a mug and play a mug level in there, and just like explore the room think that you're in. And, think of it like you're in Andy's room in Toy Story. Yes, but drawings come to life instead yeah. of toys. I, I seriously, the plucky squire, Kyle. You saw my reaction. I was dumbfounded. Yeah. I'm like, video games yeah. are are f-ing awesome. <laughs> That's a get for Devolver too. Wow. That is totally different from a lot of their stuff, and it is pretty good. Can't wait to play that at PAX next year. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. That said, Kyle, before we talk about our thoughts on where we're grading this show because everything has to be a grade. Everything has to be a scale from one to 10, a to B, C to D F all that stuff. I, I, I want to know, or sorry, I want to actually read out and let me actually type this out here. So I make sure I got everything right. I'm calculating the tally of non bang 
to real bangers. <laughs> okay. All right, bangers okay. of the ER. Uh-huh. We have 16 non-bangers on this list. And we have technically 16 bangers and even bang. Oh, okay. But last of us, do we count as one or do we count as three? Because those are three announcements. Oh. But it's for one game. I would say that segment. So just one. It's just one. You're being really fair. So then it's 17 17 to 16. 16. Yeah. All right. Still plenty to be happy about. That's a lot to be happy about. Again, you walk away with three, four games. That's a that's a decent show. Mm-hmm. Kyle, I asked on Twitter. Everybody's uh-huh. very rational there. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. But I said right immediately after the show left, how would you grade the Summer Game Fest Showcase? All right, let's do this. 7%. A plus. Awesome. 7? 7%. Okay. 33% B plus. 43% C plus was mediocre. Okay. 17% F bad. Whew. That's harsh. That's oh okay. All right. Well, you know, listen. Who knows? Kyle? I had the last of us part one at the end. It's a remake. I'm not buying it. Okay, sure. The last of us show. Talks of the multiplayer. You think I watch TV? (laughs) You think I could afford HBO uh, Max in this economy? (laughs) Come on, forget about it. Kyle, where are we rating this show? I am trying to be logical here. Okay. I think it it flew by. I wasn't checking my clock at all. Um, I was having a great time. The games that we got deep dives in, I dug a whole lot. And that was, I think, the main reason to watch this. Um, I would give this, I'll give a letter grade and then a number grade. Go for it. I would give this a B plus. Okay. I'd give it a 87. Oh, wow. Okay. A scale of 1 to 100. Kyle, you're not messing yeah. around here. No, I'm not. Um, I'm going to say B plus too. Yeah. I thought this was a good showcase. I think when I walked out of it, I was like, eh, this is a C. But then like us going over it, um, I think me watching it again, I was like, actually, there's a lot more here than I'm letting on. Mm-hmm. And it actually was pretty well paced as well. Yeah. All things considered, it's almost a two hour show. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually going to say it's a B plus. I think this is an 85. I think you pass. I think could it have been better? Absolutely. Show me God of yeah. War. Where is it? But that's not on Jeff's part. Um, I think he he gave us what we should maybe expect from Summer Games Fest, where it's just like, listen, Ubisoft's great, uh, Xbox great, PlayStation, Nintendo, that's great. uh, They'll be here in some shape or form, but let's let's show some AAA games. Let's show some games that would be looked maybe or passed up maybe, Mm -hmm. right? Let's show some medium tier or up and coming publishers and what they're working on as well. I also love it as like here's an update of things we showed off at the game awards. Yeah. So I, I'm gonna say it was an eighty five and again, the internet's a little crazy and bonkers, so they're maybe not the best <laughs> place to kinda kinda see where things lie. But honestly, at the end of the day, I thought this was a solid showcase and I, I, I hope Jeff takes the right lessons from this. Mm-hmm. Um 
It just keeps building it. But before we head on out, there is one question. You know, again, we talked on this week's beyond what is going to be. So that's required listening. Y'all go, go head over to IGN. Cause we talked about like, is this the, is this the E3 killer? I don't think Mm. so. I, I, I think in its current state this year. Yeah. I don't think so yet, but do I think it has opportunity to? Yes. I think if next year they do have a way to build a live event, Yep. And rival E3, they can do something that it feels, I think, more grounded and more gamer centric rather than consumer centric, if that makes mm-hmm. any sense. Mm-hmm. I know consumers, gamers, one to one, but like, I feel like there is, um, there is a real culture of respect to the industry here more than just selling you stuff because they are selling you stuff. But like, like Glenn Schofield literally said on stage, listen, you're an advocate. You love this stuff. I've known you for 16 years. Thank you for doing this. Yeah. I think the Summer Game Fest awards games like Calixto Protocol a place to breathe where I don't think E3 would. I think, I think, yeah, I think people's mindset at the ESA and E3 and people that show off their games there are all about the bottom line dollar. Yeah. Let's get as many eyes on it so people buy it. I feel like what Summer Game Fest and Jeff does really well is just like, hey, look at this cool game. Here's a game I think is cool. Yeah. Like you think of last year when he joked about getting out of gamer prison when he showed off Elden Ring, <laughs> right? Like that was a cool moment. Yeah. And that's because he cares and he wants to show off a cool game. He's not like Bandai Namco was not paying him money on the back end, right? Like, or how maybe they were. I don't know how maybe they, they were, but still, but like, it came from a good place. It yeah. didn't come from like, give me money, then I'll show your game. No, exactly. Yeah, it's there's. I think it's it, it's a business, but it doesn't forget that it has a heart. Still, absolutely. I think that's the key takeaway. Yeah. That said, that's our reactions of the summer's game fest. Uh, Kyle, I want to do. I I, I do want to give myself a little bit of a pat on the back because I go for it. You haven't seen what I've been doing on the back end. I'm really no. proud of it. I've been hosting this show and yeah. I've done a pretty good job of also producing on the back end of like Hell yeah, putting clips in. So like while you're talking, I'm like, okay, here's here's where like neon whatever it is. It's like bam here. Nice. It's really good. Like the video version, y'all. Come on, patreon.com slash PS Okay. <laughs> a buck you get to see the video version of our reactions. Yeah. I mean, come on. You know, uh, uh, my butt this episode. Very on. cool, very cool. Kyle. That's it, though. There's no Sony Pony Express. There's no Prepare the Drop. There's no cool segments. That comes later. Next week, on Thursday of next week, we're back to business as usual. Unless PlayStation drops another state of play. However. What's that? You can catch us on Monday, 6 p.m. Eastern, Capcom Showcase. All right. Twitch.tv slash PS Trophy Room. We're going to react to it. A new RE4 news mm-hmm. and footage. Mm-hmm. Some Monster Hunter Sunbreak. Ooh, see how how high that's going to score and ruin Sean and Ryan. I heard it's 94. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. guess who also has the last was part one? Ooh, that'd be us. That's us. That's us right here. And yeah. with that, Kyle, listen, let's head on out of here. Yeah. It's almost one o'clock. It's all it's officially Friday. <laughs> yeah. Gotta get down. Kyle, is there anything you'd like to spotlight before you head on out of here? 
Yeah, myself, Mr. K-Step. Check out 61Indie on all socials, S-I-X-O-N-E-I-N-D-I-E. Saturday is our mega indie showcase live react. Probably a good five hours of straight live reacting. We've got Gorilla Collective, Wholesome Games, Future Game Fest. Uh, I think Glitch has one. awesome they're all awesome and i'm excited to do it but yeah good if you find yourself born on a saturday go check us over out on twitch and uh catch the next indie that you're gonna fall in love with guarantee it (laughs) men's warehouse Ooh, all right yeah that guy's no longer there i can take it (laughs) patent pending we'll trademark it if they're not and hey listen thank you all so much for tuning in you can find this show over at ps trophy room on twitter And you can find the show wherever you find your podcast service of choice. Make sure you're subscribed or you're following. And if you really, really like what you heard, please, please, please hit us with a five-star review on either Apple Podcasts, Spotify, both, Google Play, wherever you find your podcast service of choice, you can find the show there. Please rate us. It really does help. It grows this big, beautiful family that we call home here at the Trophy Room. And if you haven't yet and you like what you heard and you really want to support us, go over to patreon.com slash Room if you have the funds. Toss us a buck our way. We got some big dreams this year, working on a lot of big stuff, and we can only do it with your generosity, with your support. So thank you all so much who have in the past, currently are, and in the future as well. And you can find me over at Mr. Badbit on Twitter, where sometimes I post interesting things. So with all that said, and with all that out of the way, everybody, keep your wits about you. Keep hunting and keep playing PlayStation. See you guys. Bye.